this is Jane Gardner and welcome to the business of at home business where we're talking about the home business startup TV where we're going to be talking about how to start run and grow a home business and today we're going to be talking about subjects that are of interest to anyone who wants to run a home business so I'm Jane Gardner and let's get started I'll be telling you about this show right about now all about customer service today and we've been looking at customer service before and for those of you who don't know me I'm Jane Gardner and I work with my husband in our structural engineering firm for the last 20 years in the home office over in Western Canada and I came out onto the internet about three years ago to help others with their business and starting a home business so today is all about who are your customers well, we've already discussed that, so it's not all about that. <laughs> it's all about me. No, it's all about solopreneur success strategies. I have also got um, Jill or Jack of All Trades Thursday, where we talk about the skills and knowledge you need, as well as um, Freebie Fridays, where we talk about free software and tools you can use in your business. And Saturday is all about systems and how they free up your time by putting systems in your business. Sunday is all about strategy and how you can make yourself a lifestyle business with your strategy. And Monday is mindset, all about mindset to start up the week off, right? And Tuesday was all about get your message out Tuesday, which is all about your brand, your messaging, and your website. But today it's called world domination because you want to be able to have a world where you dominate your customers in terms of them always staying with you. <laughs> So this is all about how to define who your customers are, how to get the customers that you want, and then how to keep them. And right now we're talking about keeping your customers because we talked about how to get them before. So you can always go have a look at those episodes at jgtips.com backslash YouTube. On my YouTube channel, you have Solopreneur uh, Success Strategies uh, playlist, and they're all there. But today we're going to be talking again about customer service. The first off, we're going to ask, well, who are your customers? Well, everyone is not your customer, says Seth Godin, and I certainly agree. Your customers are those who want your solution to your, their problems, or they want your solution to fulfill their desire. There are over 3 point, uh, I think 4 billion people now, internet users online today just today and from those people you should be able to find out who your customers are and get your customers so we had a look at previously at who is your customer uh, you know who you are your ideal customer you know what they want that you can give them you know where to find your ideal customer because we went and looked at that in the show previously and you know when and how they like to buy we had a look at how you could find that out as well we also briefly looked at what is the ideal customer experience or journey through your business and how to make it an ideal one rather than a one that stops them at the doorstep. So you know how to provide some of the features of an ideal customer experience. And then we also discussed about converting prospects into the customers. And for me, it's all about personality and being the person who can sell to someone and understanding someone else's buying style. And we looked at some of the um, factors behind personality that will affect your being a buyer or a seller. 
and there are some traits into the for personal styles that we talked about and with knowledge and experience you can adapt to another person's personal style to be able to have a better relationship and so probably sell better to them etc and so with working with customers there are four different buying styles of which each of us have one more dominant in our personality than someone else and detecting a person's buying style you can be more successful as a salesperson with training and knowledge so that's what we've been talking about and and so it's on a one-on-one -on -one relationship or even over the phone or in on the internet you can find out a lot about a person just about from the expressions and the questions that they ask you so I have a course called you and your sales style at jgtips.com backslash p style where we talk about customer focused selling and how your selling sales style can be affecting a how a person is relating to you and so you have to understand what credibility is and who defines credibility and identify your preferred selling style by doing a personality assessment and then determining your customers buying style we give you some idea on the knowledge and the information you need in order to figure out who this person is and we create some action plans as to how to be a better seller and how to have customers who buy from you so that's at jgtips.com backslash p style and then we looked at what does good uh, customer service really mean and in the end when you look at the um, simplest um, version of what is good customer service it's pleasant friendly and patient staff so being friendly and and polite as possible and patient and making it more focused on the customer last week so this week we're going to look at how to handle customer service challenges and to be honest when we're looking at your personal style and buying style and selling style you can also relate this to your personal style as a person when you're working with others as customers too you can certainly identify who this customer is and work with them so that they, you relate better but for now we're going to look at first of course if you're having an issue with someone and they've called you up and they're not happy well first of course you listen to see what the problem is and then you acknowledge the problem and then you ask some questions to see exactly what is the issue and whether or not it really is the, the issue that you can't handle you confirm that uh, that is what the um, issue is and then you provide um, some answers or solutions to their issue and uh, if you can't of course then you have to consider what to do then whether or not they'll be happy with a refund or whether or not they would uh, prefer to have another solution to their problem and then, of course, definitely, 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 just as you follow up when you're selling something to someone, you also check when after you've given them a solution whether or not they're happy with that solution or not. You just don't give it to them and not. So that's good customer service. Is basically, uh, fundamentally, it's listening. So listen. So you've got to hear them out and take note of the important details of what the issue is and then if they feel that you're responsive it will aid with their frustration so it'll calm them down a bit if they realize that you are listening you may not have the answer for them this second but you are listening and understand what the issue is 
So being able to acknowledge and let them know that you emphasize with them and that you have listened and you now understand what the issue is. You apologize, but not too much. And don't become defensive, of course, because that, of course, gets everybody upset and angry. So we, you basically say, let's work this out. So empathy and being able to listen is a very important feature of yourself in terms of dealing with customer service as it is for any time in your life. So then you ask questions and never assume what the problem is. It may be actually an issue that was something that you didn't realize they were having an issue with. For example, they may have a different um, operating system than what you thought they had and so that's probably why the hard drive is incompatible with the computer and won't work with it but you have so you have to keep questioning just to find enough detail that you can maybe understand what the exact uh, issue is so questioning shows that you have been listening of course as well that you understand what they have considered to be the issue and then of course that makes them happy to know that you are listening to them and then you, of course, confirm. You take notes and read back over the details, what the issue is, and confirm that you've understood what the customer is saying is the issue. And so if repeating it back verbally to them will certainly make them happy to know that you have been listening and you understand the issue. And of course, then, if you have to provide a solution. So if there isn't a protocol, you have to maybe improvise a solution based on your principles of customer service. But if you have a solution, that's great. Um, it will certainly make the customer happy if you can provide them with the solution that they wanted to begin with. And, and if that's not possible because you're not too sure what it is, then take it in and go and get, do some research on it and see whether or not there's an issue that you can solve. And if you can't um, provide an answer, then maybe improvise a solution based on your principles of customer service. So you can maybe give them a different hard drive, for example. And once you find out that they actually have a Windows or a Mac computer, realizing that they had bought the wrong one. And then you just see it through to the end. So you don't just flippantly say, okay, here's the solution. I'll take it to the counter. You have to, of course, be polite and, re and realize that they also want um, confirmation that you've understood that there is an issue and that you're not, um, you're going to quite pleased that they came forward with the issue in case it's something that other people might have an issue with. So, so then you check and confirm that you've solved the problem and that you're, the person is happy with your solution and if there's anything else that you can help with. Because there may be, there may have missing some parts that they need to buy. So you always have to make sure you check and follow up that the uh, person with the problem customer has hap is happy with the solution that you've given them and has underst and understands that you've given your best service and make sure that there's not something else hiding in the back that they might want to talk about as well because then you need to know that they're um, happy with everything and that will give them a good feeling and they'll be happy with their customer service. So it's easier for a customer to get frustrated by email so please remember to be um, friendly and polite and simple language when you're writing up emails in response to any complaints. 
my husband hates email in fact he won't answer the email i have to actually do the email sorry this is confession time i this is <laughs> i actually have to read the email and then i print them out him for him to read but um, he does not like going in for email because there's something about email that the language in it is sometimes can sound very angry or foreboding or threatening even when it's a very simple thing that they weren't really upset about but the way that it's written it can sound very um rude or threatening so remember that you should always keep your emails simple when you're responding to someone with about customer service just keep it very polite um, and I would suggest um, call them up and find out what the problem is because there's more times I've spent going back and forth by email geez five or six times to even understand what the question is by email it's much easier just to phone them up and find out what the problem is and then be able to uh, talk with them on one-on-one -on -one basis as to what the solution is. So, hey, there's another section on customer service. And I hope you thought about that a bit. I'm sure you've been in one of these um, situations where you've had to deal with customer service. And some have been terrible and some have been good. So try and remember that you are a professional, you are in business, and that even if you're just a solopreneur, you do still need to have good customer service if you want people to keep coming and buying from you. So in, when you get a question by email, remember to take a pause and then, and then think about what you're going to say. And listen, ask for a phone number, call them up, ask what the issue is, acknowledge what the uh, problem is, give a few questions to find out what really is going on in case you misinterpreted what they said can then confirm with them by um, repeating back to them what you th they thought the issue was and then provide the solution whatever solution that might be according to your policy and then check with them is this going to make you happy or is there something else i need to do for you so there you go simple easy good customer service but this will give you um, good karma and also good relations with your customers and they'll come back to you again if they know they can uh, approach you about a situation so i know it's one of these things people forget about when you're a solopreneur but good customer service is always important and once you um you know get a company that's large enough that you can send them out to a customer service company well that's fine but for now you're the solopreneur, you're the one who um, is the one who is responsible for everything. So remember, customer service is very important. There are some days when I don't want to answer the phone. <laughs> and sometimes it's not a good day to answer the me to answer the phone. And so I leave it to go to voicemail. And then when I take a breath, I phone them back up to find out what's going on. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> there's a, another tip for you always make sure you're in the right mood for doing customer service especially when you know the person who's on the other line might be complaining <laughs> anyway uh, we have good word of mouth in our business so it's not too bad but uh, welcome this is Jane Gardner and welcome to the home business startup toolkit I wanted to speak a little bit about it so you know what you're getting. So who am I? Well, I'm Jane Gardner. 
I work with my husband in a structural engineering firm and I came out onto the internet to help others start a home business. And I have the Business of At Home Business website and Jane-Gardner website if you want to check me out. But I just wanted to show you what was in the Home Business Startup Toolkit. Because without certain tools, you won't be able to have a business on the internet. So I'm giving you for free video trainings on MailChimp and Aweber. Wix, which is a free website builder. Canva, which is a free graphic creation platform. PayPal, that's free, but of course it's tricky, isn't it? But that's where you get your money. Amazon S3 is for storing all your stuff that you're selling. And of course, everybody needs Gmail. And I've got a course there, Start a Home Business Step-by-Step -step, with a workbook for building your foundations and some tools. And coming in March, I'm going to be putting WordPress up there because it is a very powerful and free platform. So just to give you an idea, I created the five steps to starting a home business uh, course. And in that course, we look through identifying your target market, creating a unique solution, setting up your business basics, define your brand and develop a re realistic marketing plan. So that is uh, implementable and then uh, so if for those of you who don't know um, Amazon S3 is a storage solution uh, run by Amazon it's very economical and is a place for you to store your assets your videos your audios your programs uh, your and such so I do have some trainings on that so you can start set, setting that up for example how to um, create a new folder or copy and move and rename your files and you have a tour through Amazon S3 and of course I wanted to show you the graphic one which is Canva that has a free version that you can use to create all your social media posts your uh, dashboards your headlines your anything graphic that you want to do they know how to do it and it's free as well of course everybody needs PayPal so I've got a setup of PayPal and how to use PayPal to sell your items and then I'll just give you the last one which is Wix it's a free very easy to use website builder and the version where it is free you have the name of Wix in your domain and you pay a bit more for a paid one but these are all trainings there's about 20 each for each subject so let's go back and have a look at all the subjects again so we have at least 20 uh, trainings on each of these subjects for you and they're free because I want you to get started in getting to know all about the tools that you need on the web and you can have lifetime access. So all you have to do is sign up with your email and your name and it will be sent the access to you as soon as possible.